Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Hello, everybody, and this is going to be an interesting intro for me. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm your child dragon, 3,500-year-old <laughs> hot girl, Japanese girl, <laughs> wizard, Holden McNeely. I guess that's what I'm going to go with. That still feels wrong for me. That feels wrong. <laughs> I, know, I, know you, I know you justified it with the 1,000-year-old, the but it's not right. <laughs> Ohio Gazaimasu motherfuckers, it's me, your also ageless happy child. I'm a dog or something, I don't know, I have 1,800 catchphrases and a simp army of trillions. Jake, hi, how you doing? <laughs> and today we have a guest, Jake, do you want to introduce our guest for us? Uh, a legendary figure in the internet community. Uh, some might know him as Better Wooly, other people <laughs> might know him as... A semi-professional grappler of renown. Regular, but- regular professional. Regular <laughs> professional. <laughs> How dare you, Jake? Great black otaku, Brennan Williams. How you doing? How are you? I uh, yeah. After yesterday, they started calling me Wetter Wooly, which really, <laughs> which really popped me. Um, I'm not a thousand year old uh, dragon little girl. I'm a uh, six foot eight. Uh, jacked, muscular, sixteen-year-old. So, <laughs> the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> I was told seven foot, fourteen-inch merman, but either oh, way, yes, of course. <laughs> it's always expanding. We're, we're growing. It's a metaphor, you see. <laughs> and today we're talking about VTubers. I guess we should say this one. We need to give the synopsis right up top because I think so many people are going to have because it's not. Pac-Man. So I think it's something we should immediately introduce, but I think it's one of the most fascinating things. And also it's like a fun companion episode, I think, to our Hatsune Miku episode that we did early on where we were talking about a lot of this technology and whatnot. But either way, uh, VTubers, a virtual YouTuber, the, uh, which is uh, usually streaming on YouTube. It's a 3D animated character, usually anime based that might sing, chat, play video games and anything else you might see on a live stream. And I had been this concept i had seen the word hollow live i had seen the phrase vtuber a lot like on our facebook page different various places i took a little like i just i just scratched the surface of what it was and i was like we definitely have to do an episode on this jake uh i mean what what is your relationship to to all this stuff i mean it's taken over it seems to have taken over the internet in a very fast fashion but the weird part of it is 
I could not like jam with it when it first started popping up. Like uh, same, same <laughs> around 2016, 2017, uh, which we'll get into when like the first big VTubers started showing up. It was just kind of this weird novelty because like here we have a Japanese voice actress with a weird uncanny valley 3D avatar going like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, pwned, like just doing weird English things. And you're like, haha, that's cute. But I couldn't, it just, the gap, the, the gap in understanding was too great. And now it's like the, you know, the biggest ones still only have a couple of, you know, when we're dealing in the world of YouTube, having 2 million subs within a year is incredible but still dwarfed by the legions of like Minecraft YouTubers and like uh, makeup YouTube, you know, there's within the ecosystem, it's still this small thing, but within a coterie of deeply, deeply mind poison internet weebs, the VTuber story has been the dominant narrative. And it's gotten so big that even uh, streamers like you, Brennan have deep, have dove into the deep end uh, metaphorically. And I guess, Avataric. I love the puns. I love the puns. <laughs> yeah. So, Brennan, what is your personal? So, we always talk about this. Is like our the, at the beginning of the episode, we always talk about our gush, and usually it's like our personal relationship with the situation uh, or with the topic we're talking about. The situation. I don't know what I'm saying that for, but either way, uh, you know, like I, for me, this is something I've just seen pop up. Like I said, uh, sper- sporadically, and then really started to dig in. What what was it like for you? You said at first you kind of bounced off of it, and um, like, what what's your relationship from going from learning about this to doing it now, <laughs> committing to doing it? Um, I'm all uh, in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, l- like you said, uh, a couple of years ago, I kind of heard about it, and it was it was interesting. It wasn't it wasn't quite there for me yet, specifically because um, most of it was just straight in Japanese, and I couldn't I just couldn't understand it. <laughs> so um, it was kind of a harder entry level there. But um, I think for me and a lot of people in the past like year specifically, um, you, you know, when you're just stuck at home and mm-hmm. you're, you're isolated and uh, the only thing you want to talk to is a cute anime girl on the internet, uh, when that becomes a, a real thing, <laughs> when that manifests <laughs> through the power of the internet, I can see exactly why it took off, and for me, it was uh, when they when they released the the Hollow Live, as you mentioned, English division, and I was like, mm-hmm. now I can understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that really broke through, right? I you bring up an excellent point about all of this happening and get, becoming increasingly more popular in America and all over due to pandemic, because. I, I also do a pop culture podcast, and I feel like during quarantine, especially, celebrities have really, like, shown their ass a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they just, like, you know, the Imagine song and everything. And I feel like every all, like, rich, well-to-do celebrities, they kind of just, like, are grading a little bit, I think, for a lot of people that stuck at home. And I do think one of my theories in reading and learning about this uh, for at least quarantine times is, like, Having it be an animated, like, not actual human being, I think helps people weirdly relate better than seeing some celebrity or, or fit well-to-do streamer in their, like, giant mansion just dicking around. Yeah, and it's almost like, um, w- when you look at it, because I, I kind of, I did as much research as I could before I got into it, because I wanted to respect the craft and all that. For sure. Um, so when you when you kind of monitor the chats of these um, of these VTubers, of independent hollow live whoever it is they're always um thousands of people just like it's just a sea of text all the time you can't keep up with all of it 
but they're all very much on the same page in mm. like this um, shared fantasy environment <laughs> where right. you know the, the VTuber is a real person. We we respect their privacy as an anonymous person, so we're we're gonna most of us are going to do our best to not try and figure out who they are behind the mask, and we are just going to enjoy this three hours a day that they're gonna pop on, and we're gonna you know we're going to consume what they give us. Yeah, so, and I think um, I think also the crazy. It's never a normal backstory. It's I mean maybe some of the <laughs> some of them have a, a quote unquote normal backstory, like raised in a middle class household and decided to go into accounting, and now I'm streaming. Like it's all like I'm a dragon girl and I've been alive for thirty five hundred years, or like I am a, sh- a shark. Uh, 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 I used to be a shark, and I got really curious about humankind, and so I, you know, <laughs> even even like the por- the big porno one. Oh with- wait, you're talking about Akane Takahiko who just is getting her master's in uh, English literature and hopes to buy a condo. <laughs> There's a niche for everybody. Condo fighting is her catchphrase. Even, yeah, pro- even Project Melody, which took me down the like the like chatterbait hole of uh, the whole VTuber thing. Like even she was a malware like bot that got a bunch of porno pop ups happen and like turned her on to like human sexuality. So even like this thing, it's like completely unnecessary. Everybody's just probably there to see one thing that's still this elaborate sci-fi backstory but i well, think you know it's you know what the deal is what it's it's just professional wrestling yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. it's it's literally this is my and this is what's fascinating to me is because there's so many of them there's so many vtubers uh some that will say that say they're debuting and never will um some who are some are who are grinding some who are got millions of followers and they all like the most important thing is at this point the field is so dense you have to have a gimmick <laughs> you have to you have to be bringing something to the table you have yeah. to have something different about you that's uh, appealing to a part of that audience so maybe the girl who is just trying to get her english lit degree <laughs> there's there's a spot for that i'm sure <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I I I, uh, I think we're gonna see a slew of like like we'll we'll just call it normcore uh, VTubers. <laughs> they come on, they're just like, yep, just kind of you know used to be a woodworker, and now I decided to yeah instead of guys, the, uh, we're talking about all the greats. We're talking about Shiranui Flair, Usada Pekora, uh, Tsunomaki Watame, and Helen. All the greats, <laughs> <laughs> Helen Bergeron. <laughs> so, so you were were you streaming before Brennan, and then and then now? I mean, literally, you just had your debut. I VTuber just debuted stream. literally as we're recording this yesterday, last night, uh, yeah. less than twenty four hours ago. Yes, yeah. I, I was streaming before on Twitch. Um, I found myself in a scenario where I, I couldn't do that anymore. Mm. So, um, and that actually kind of coincided with me kind of falling in love with this medium and trying to figure out how this medium works. And I was like, you know what? I think I could do that. I think it, <laughs> like I said, it is just professional wrestling. You put on right. a character, you go out there and you perform and, uh, gives me something to do on all the other nights of the week that I'm not working. So it's like, I was, I, I, I jumped in. So I, I kind of took all the steps cause I was very, I was very, um, self-conscious about, not wanting to look like I'm taking advantage of a, a gold rush, which which it is. Yes, for um, sure. A so super w- chat rush, if you will. It, it's, it's a super <laughs> chat, a bit rush. <laughs> and I wanted to make sure, you know, my stuff was on point and I wanted to make sure that I had a good avatar and I wanted to make sure that everything was clean and polished and as polished as it could be for a first stream with new tech and all that. So, um, yeah, I did my due diligence and I debuted last night and it went well. We raised... 
$800 for the New England Aquarium. Love it. So uh, very excited. Very excited. Now, why the, why the New England Aquarium? <laughs> I, I'm from Boston originally. And um, I love the New England Aquarium. <laughs> I love those penguins. I love the penguin exhibit. Um, so I figured uh, I've got a, a sea-themed character. And I figured that would be a good spot to start off. I, I Everything I do on that channel is going to be for charity and of one charity or another. So I figured why not start with the... Because everything's puns. I wanted to start with an aquarium. <laughs> and I will say kudos to you because I, I had watched some other debut streams from like Hollow Live uh, characters and things like that. And it did feel, it did, your whole vibe felt like a professional debut VTuber stream, right? Like, yes. That they, they, seemed like it was coming out, it could easily come out of a Hollow Live or whatever. Just the f- basic format, the way you went live, standing there, kind of doing like this sort of. You kinda, hold it, hold it. Don't pump his. Don't 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 give him no. too much of a big head. I'd say it was more like a uh, you know Niji Sanji debut <laughs> video. <laughs> you know, still solid, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Well, that's what's funny is it's the there's the it's everything. I keep on. I joke with uh, my friend Takahata who does this as well, and we compare every aspect of it to pro- professional wrestling. Yeah. So you've got your you've got your Hollow Live, which is your WWE, and they're kind of set in their own universe. And then you've got this mass sea of independence, and then you've got kind of other companies that are popping up. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'm an indie wrestler again, which is cool. <laughs> Except every time you get a pop, you earn three hundred dollars in ironic gifts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny because I feel like I'm used to comparing every because uh, I have so many comedian friends who are super into professional wrestling. So I'm constantly we're constantly comparing comedy to professional wrestling so well, it is fun. everything it's everything the most primordial yeah. form of entertainment <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. literally narrative theater everything can be reduced right. to professional wrestling in in the cave the caveman was performing in <laughs> in acts of violence but they were pretend <laughs> for the purpose of storytelling it's yeah it's our it's our base guttural instincts painting a buffalo on the side of a cave wall was the first promo let's the all first agree <laughs> Um, and so I'm guessing too, you've just always been like a big old weeb as well, like leading up to getting into VTubers. It's my brand. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm probably more famous for being a weeb than I am for being a professional football player, (laughs) professional wrestler, uh, any of the above. Um, the, the dichotomy of six foot eight muscular man and, uh, niche Japanese interests is... That's my that's my field. <laughs> I hear you. I'm a big chubby bearded guy, and I'm like a huge T Swift fan. So like I'm completely used to feeling the the interesting um, uh, just polar opposites of what you would expect. But either way, let's get into the history of this thing. Um, enough enough uh, banter up top. Let's get into Cast the whole. Your mind to the far off era of 2016. <laughs> no, I'm out. I'm going to start us in the 60s. I found a way to start us in the 60s. The 60s. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, baby, groovy, <laughs> groovy, baby. We're going the whole, back. <laughs> the whole thing. So this whole thing. I just. I ha- We have to talk about Japanese idols before we get into it. I, again, if you want to hear more of an in-depth discussion of the Japanese idol culture, we actually really covered it recently in our Perfect Blue episode. We've definitely Great talked film. about it before. A lo- amazing film, and definitely a big comment on that. But either way, back in the 60s, um, 
you have th- that is the time that uh and by the way please correct me in, in any of these pronunciations idoru uh i the idol culture is being created in japan these are defined as an entertainer that is made and marketed based on image attractiveness and personality that is usually controlled aggressively by a talent agency who creates a stronghold over their private life and public image in order to cultivate a very impassioned and dedicated audience essentially like celebrity culture in america but you have these talent agencies that rigorously like the no dating clauses and contracts all that kind of stuff to make you look like this single, pure, uh, beautiful, innocent, like very uh, dateable uh, person uh, for for especially the the dudes out there. And in the 90s and 2000s, talent agencies sought to appeal to a very specific- Holden, let's agree that the, the, the most attractive person you could ever think of is a- uh Virgin who never does drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, oh, that's mm, well, the cultural that, differences. <laughs> I mean, hey, t- just just to take a quick pit stop there, I think that's the big pull for these um, these VTubers is that you have this very yes, you have that virginal seeming kind of look, and then all of a sudden they're they're cursing out a, a Dark Souls. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like they're showing this side of themselves, like oh, they're also actually kind of like me. I don't know. It kind of yeah, it's like interesting. It, t- it bridges this gap. I feel like with with VTubers, but yeah, so in the 90s, 2000s, talent agencies sought to appeal to a very specific young adult male audience known as Utaku, Otaku, who love anime and manga while they struggle to contain the idols and uh, keep them from dating and doing other things they disapproved of, like I said, with the dating clauses. And then, and then this is what brings me to one interesting element of the VTubers is like, these talent agencies, now they don't have to deal with that. They don't have to deal with their talent's Dating. They don't have to deal with their talents doing, like, I don't know, spray, graffiti? I don't know what these idols do in their <laughs> <Graffiti>. spare time. <laughs> these graffiti The popular idols. idol graffiti gangs. The graffiti gang of Japanese idols. They don't have to have those issues anymore. And so I think a lot of the push for VTubers is like a dream come true for especially like the super controlling type of these talent agencies. And, uh, and then also I should mention too, in the 70s, they had this like really bad economic downslide, which is what pushed them more towards wanting to live constantly in a fantasy world which is why anime manga the industry is so huge for them because like there was just a lot of poverty and a lot of escapism happening during those decades i think the idol culture mixed with that is where we kind of eventually get to vtubers this like ultimate escape this completely synthetic human and uh, not completely synthetic and we'll get into that with um with uh, uh, Kazuna Ai and her voice actress, actually, and why that makes the case for how you can't just completely synthetically yeah. create. Yeah. And that's VTuber. actually what's kind of funny is, like you said, um, the idea would be to make these, you know, uh, mass-produced idols that you could yes. fully control. And I know one of the memes in the Hololive community is that uh, Yagu, the, the president or the owner uh, of that company, his his dream is the Yagu dream is that he wanted to have his own army of idols that he yes. just had full control over, and all of them turned out to be just like horrible gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> so there's all there's all these memes of like this, uh, you know, it's, it's, this is Yagu's dream, and, yeah, and then it'll yeah. cut to uh, <laughs> one of them saying the n word or something, and then him crying. <laughs> It's like, yes, we all knew he wanted to, to lead his army of uh, VTubers to take over God's throne. That was always the big idea, the big final push. But Well, he it's never a got combination there. of two big moneymakers in Japan, which was uh, Hatsune Miku yes. and AKB, AKB48, which mm-hmm. was this like ur-idol mega group that was supposed to be just like 
this franchisable brand of infinite idols that like, you know, you basically shotgun blast the audience with like, which one you like, like, which one you like. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you have 800 of them, you're going to fall in love with one because <laughs> one of them reminds you of your first girlfriend when you were a sophomore in high school. <laughs> or yeah, your, your mom. best friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So let, let's talk like a little bit about pre VTubers. And again, Hakune Mitsu, we definitely did a full episode on that and all the tech behind that. We'll definitely be jumping back into that a little bit. But either way, uh, there are there are different entities that one might attribute to essentially the pre VTube era, uh, era is essentially what it is. And the, uh, one of those is Nitro Plus Co. Limited, also known as Nitro Plus, like a plus sign, developer of visual novels. Their, their mascot is called Super Sonico. That, uh, this character came out in around 2006, was the face of their sponsored music festival event, and who went on to be featured in manga series, video games, toys, etc. She's an 18-year-old college student with big red eyes and straight, light pink hair. Yes, big red eyes. Big red eyes. That's why we all know Super Sonico. Big old Arby's. And, I, I, uh, I remember when I first heard of Sonico, I was like, oh, this is interesting. This is the start of the anime character that doesn't actually have a show. <laughs> <laughs> it's just honestly is, if yeah. that's your business model why don't you just why isn't every virtual uh anime character just not be it's like you're putting money on the table like yeah. you're throwing money you're leaving money on the table like just just drum just drum big and ta-da more money <laughs> yes exactly uh so yeah nitro plus started uploading youtube My fiance videos is in the other room and she is super proud of me for saying this stuff <laughs> <laughs> Nigel Plus started uploading YouTube videos that featured an animated 3D version of Sonico that would talk to their audience about herself and the company. So very, very uh, p- p- proto VTube. Then there's Ami Yamato, who in 2011 started posting vlogs as a 3D animated character, more of a Pixar look to mm-hmm. this character. But really, I want to see with the tech, because she was like on the streets of London as this an- like animated character, I think before really anybody was doing it. And it's like, I don't even know how, what she was using at that time. But it was like, she would talk about her love of Starbucks, her whimsical approach to the world around her. And so therefore just became this animated live action streaming personality. Again, just pre- pre-VTube. And then also you have the Japanese company Weather News Inc., which debuted a character called Weatheroid Type A Airi in 2012, which is based on a weather newscaster for the company named Airi uh, Yamagishi, who voices her. And she literally just talked about the weather. Uh, and then, <laughs> and Relatable. She, she tries to get people interested in stuff like weather. Uh, and, and she would like, but she, then she started showing off fan art and this, that, and the other. And again, starting to create this like actual personality. And in 2014, she got her own solo show and did live broadcasting and mo- uh, motion capture. Um, but really, it's Kazuni uh, Ai that that blows the whole the doors off of this thing. Do you want, do you want to talk about that, Jake? Uh, Kizuna, I, uh, I as in AI, as in artificial intelligence. It's a pun. Uh, <laughs> it's a pun. Uh, we love our puns, don't we, folks? Uh, kind of, I mean, she basically broke through the VTuber, uh, model, which is this anime character who, Yeah, uh, she said, like, all the precedents, like, the, the crazy backstory. I mean, it's all, this is all with her, right, Jake? Everything from the introduction video to the uh, mix of gameplay and interviews and kind of 
uh, just different uh, forms of entertainment. And she was really the first one that was meant to be just a virtual YouTuber, right? Yes. If I remember correctly. She's like completely, she is completely constructed using software. Everyone involved from uh, animators, producers, and editors to those gamers doing the actual gameplay for streams are all unknown in order to create that pure mystery, even though we will talk in a little bit about how that mystery got blown open Again, by setting the precedent that you can't just hire a bunch of vo- uh, voice actors to create, like you were talking about, this kind of army of of VTubers, or in her case, just create like a constant out- output of Kazuna content because you hired like all these other voice actors because people can tell. Yeah, they can we're not we're not tell. in our cyberpunk apocalypse just yet. <laughs> just the yet, human but I love element that they tried. still matters. <laughs> I love so that close. they tried. Yeah, it's they, so close. They were so pissed. I bet when that fell through, and then the whole the, the whole thing got blown up because they're like, "That was our plan. We were gonna have this amazing just twenty four hours a day." She's Kizuna. gonna live forever. <laughs> yeah, it been like, like sixty years from now, it's just the same Kizuna AI. Once the algorithm gets like smart enough, everybody could have their own personal Kizuna. Who is just like, oh my God, Jake, I got more uh, pigs and blankets, your favorite food. I love favorite food of Jake. <laughs> just a deep fake voice. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. I honestly sighed a breath of relief in a hilarious sci fi way when I saw that that didn't work. Because I was like, okay, humanity still matters. We're, we're, not- we're inching ever closer. <laughs> yeah, we're not like immediately. Hello, Jake. I love that old hoodie from Old Navy that you're wearing. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. <laughs> so so yeah the first true vtuber kazuna uh ai and uh, she made her debut on youtube where she, the whole term vtuber was coined um and and she is vo- we know the voice actress now be it, due to stuff that we'll get to that we were just talking about her name's nozomi kasuga she's uh, uh and yeah she's completely constructed using this software and we do know that the videos are produced by a tokyo-based digital production company called active eight and we also know the folks behind the design of Kazuna. Uh, they are in Morikora, who did the character design, Tomitake, who did the 3D modeling, and Tada, who did the modeling supervision, TDA. And Tomitake is an expert in the Miku Miku Dance 3D modeler, which we talked about in our Hitsune Miku episode. And uh, it is freeware that allows users to animate and create 3D animated movies originally for the Vocaloid character, Hatsune Miku, uh, Vocaloid, of course, being the software that allows uh, users to create synthetic singing. That's right. All of this stuff is real shit and not in a book. 
in the sci-fi section. Um, and what's crazy to me is that it just it all snowballs. It's the it's yeah. the Miku tech, and then that rolls over into the VTuber Studio tech, which yes. is now available to almost anybody. Like I mean, anybody can get it if you have an iPhone. You can you can do it. <laughs> so I was going to ask you about this because I also had a little bit on Live 2D, and I know that that was kind of the basic, super basic software that generates animated 2D graphics using layered continuous parts based on a single illustration without the need of animating frame by frame or creating a 3D model. Do you use so you what what is what is this if you don't mind t- if you don't mind pulling the curtain back a little bit for us? Oh, I'll I don't pull know. the curtain. I'll break kayfabe for you. <laughs> um. No, the, no. I'm gonna remain a smark on this. I am. I'm gonna listen, but nothing I'm not worse than a VTube it. smark. <laughs> um, yeah, I use uh, Live 2D. Or no, I use uh, VTube Studio. Okay. Uh, that use that's on the iPhone. It's it's actually only on the iPhone that it links up to oh. um, your computer. That's so bizarre. You can get it for Android, but I, the, I think you uh, can. Yeah. The face the the same technology that does the emojis and the face unlock on the iPhone presu- pre- makes a way 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 higher fidelity translation of facial movements to the character. Than pretty much any other available technology. Is that the thing Hololive put out, or is that a separate thing? Uh, Hololive, Hololive did put their... something out to like get to, so that people could put eventually, so that people could send in auditions and stuff for them. I know that they had an app. I think I think that's what Hololive uses. So okay, um, but yeah, it is it, it uses the Animoji technology, so it reads your face really good. Um, I've tried the other one, PRPR Live, which is kind of. Um, it, it it just doesn't use the iPhone camera, so it's yeah. it's just not going to be quite as good. But um, any Steam user has like used the free trial of Face Rig to be like that one weird uh, red panda and was like nya 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 and being like eh, I don't eh. this isn't for me. Yeah, um, yeah, but my model was rigged in uh, Live 2D by a friend of mine. Oh hell yeah. Um, uh, it's completely 2D. Uh, as time goes on, I'll probably I kind of got this one rush ordered. Um, so that I can have my debut as soon as possible. So I think, and what happens in a lot of these cases, these people uh, kind of grow and they they get their 3D model or they get uh, a more detailed model or whatnot. But mine is completely 2D, um, and I just run everything out of Streamlabs like uh, like a regular streamer. Wow. Yeah, Kazuna I uh, definitely used mocap technology. She mm-hmm. was definitely like captured on a full mocap studio. Right, yeah, it's a bit of a divergence, yeah, for sure. And there's a lot of speculation. It's interesting because there's this big uh, gap in investment. <laughs> because uh-huh. there's, I mean, one, you can pay anywhere from $100, if depending on who you find, or like $1,000 for a decent model in the first place. So that's just a, a fully rigged model, maybe with some animations, maybe it moves its arms around... Maybe you can tell if you're frowning or whatever. Um, but then it goes all the way to you need to buy an entire studio <laughs> with a yeah. with a freaking Xbox Connect that reads your motions and <laughs> something that's reading your face and all that. So yeah. I watched a behind the scenes video for uh, a very popular Twitch streamer based in America called Code Miko. He's fantastic. Who mm-hmm. does incredible work. Um, but she is basically was a professional like video game developer and she bought a $30,000 like Hollywood grade mocap suit. She used her own custom like rig to plug in the iPhone face data into unreal engine. And like the amount of like homegrown technology to it's one of the most high fidelity 
uh, virtual avatars yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, it feels it feels like you're just watching a video game in that case. Yeah. And you you can't just do that. <laughs> like nobody <laughs> like nobody can just say, "Oh yeah, I want to be Project Miko." <laughs> Yeah, that sounds com- insanely intense. But I mean, also you, I mean, to go through the whole character design, everything, that's got to be wild. And I also, we haven't talked, got into Hololive, but I would, I would, to be a fly on the wall during their meetings where they just talk about like, what will be the most liked of all the like anime girls for our next, you know, set, right? A like- shy frog. <laughs> Fuck you, Greg. <laughs> that frog needs to be outgoing and sassy. I you told you, I told you the people want moths. The people want slugs. <laughs> Slug Girl 2021 is going to take over the universe. You've been pitching Slug Girl since fucking 2019, and it's been a shit project ever since. What are you going to take a take a chance on Slug Girl? It's what the people want. It makes half this office throw up, okay? We're not doing it. Yes, yes, I understand. They're hermaphroditic, so they can shift between different genders and sexes on the fly using the morphing technology. It broadens the audience. <laughs> Double the audience. Um, so going back to Kazuna, I will say, uh, just to throw out like, slug girl. I know, then we'll talk, we'll talk more about slug girl. Cause I think this is my, actually going to be my debut next week as slug Can't girl. Wait. Uh, Kazuna is aware that she is a virtual character and claims she has independent artificial intelligence. She is approximately 16 years old and her general appearance uses a pink and white color palette and she has that long flowing hair and yes, she has big old breasts. On her YouTube channel, she would interact directly with fans which gave them, and this is the whole thing, right? So... Um. Uh. She, it's it's the whole part where she's actually communicating communicating directly with the fan base via chat, and that is where we combine Twitch with Japanese idol culture, and that is what gets everybody uh run into the yard essentially. Uh, it's because you've got this comfort zone. You feel like you can relate to her. She has. She seems real to a certain degree because of how just laid out her backstory is and her personality is and she's actually talking to you so this leads to over 2 million subscribers over 10 months time she becomes a cultural ambassador to the Japan National Tourism Organization which again I think is great because it's such a splashy like what the fuck it's like <laughs> interactive anime girl as Classic the face WTF Japan yes like, <laughs> exactly to well, be like you're representatives of your country you've got <laughs> we were tight Jake and I were just talking before this about how it's it's topics like these that make us just want to go to Japan so fucking badly um, and 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 give it a visit. Because I don't think either of us have been. Did you go ever, Jake? I've never gone. Every night I wake up in a cold sweat dreaming about giant bowls of Ikura Salmon Don. <laughs> <laughs> have you been, Brennan? I was meant to go last year, but uh, last year happened. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. So, uh, but either so, way. So we agree Mick Foley will have spent more time in Japan than any of us in the past. I can't imagine how you could beat that. <laughs> I like this quote from a spokesman for Gree, which is a huge Japanese mobile app developer, the p- developer that put a lot of money into VTuber tech. Kensuke uh, Sugiyama said, We believe that human beings need avatars beyond nicknames and profile pictures. Although virtual talent is currently only a niche area of entertainment, we believe that attractive 3D avatar characters and their activities in virtual worlds will take people to the next stage of the internet. Do you guys agree? Yeah, that sounds like Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> and I will even say, Kazuna, the 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 people behind Kazuna even said, like, we want to take this to Ready Player One, is what they yes. said. Like, we want a fully realized virtual I, digital world. And I think that's the end game. I yeah. think that's, that's 100% the uh, end game for this is... 
because it's like I said, anybody can do it at this point. You get your character designed, you can be whatever you want. Um, the the technology, if you want to get in on the ground level, isn't that hard to operate. I'm awful with computers, and I figured it out way sooner than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. And the end game is we're all just living in a VR as big-breasted anime girls. There you go. <laughs> it's still like Kazuna Ai is still like a proto form of this because, like, even though she is still, I think, the most I, I don't know. It's getting close, but she is one of the top subscribed uh, artificial anime girl characters. The fact is, is that she broke through the anime waifu industry. Uh, which is based on merchandising, ad deals, you know, all the all this money. Mm-hmm. But the product wasn't an expensive kind of hit or miss anime. It's if anything, at this point in the Japanese anime industry, it's having to make an anime that's the like that's the worst shittiest part. and least pro- yeah, profitable. Yeah, you can anybody we can design the the most appealing girl for the for the audience. Design the most appealing girl, hire the most talented voice actor, and. You know, it's a slice of life anime that just happens to have three hour episodes every day. It's, a, it's an interactive slice of life anime. Yeah. And, oh, and I remember my thought, too. I mean, you're you're a showman, I would say, Brennan, right? Like, a bit, so yeah. and, and I, I'm a streamer. I like, mean, I, I'd say seinen at this point. He's kind of older. Oh, no, wait, you said showman, <laughs> not showman. I, and I I'm would sorry. say I would say, to, I mean, for me, like we did comedy in New York. Like, I'm, I, you know, the Twitch stream game wasn't like that crazy to me. But I think there's a lot of people out there who aren't comfortable showing their face on camera and who who are shy in a in a, a certain way, but would still want to perform. And I think that this is also a great avenue for people like that to be able to create this, hide behind this character to a certain degree and get to just like actually show their talent that they never got to show in the past. Yeah. And even just um, like, even before I had to switch up the game and all that, I had, uh, I had the thought of, yeah, it would be cool to have something like this just so I don't have to, you know, get dressed to do a stream or yeah. clean up my office to do a stream or set stuff up. So, or, or so um, you could just silently weep yeah, while doing fine. a stream. And then my character's always smiling, so yes. it's fine. <laughs> I'm fine. One of my favorite things when watching a VTuber is when they freak out and like they're, you know, they have to like literally physically walk away. It's, no, it's like I a love, Muppet. Oh, when, they're sc- when they're screaming and like their character can only smile, so they're like in true agony, but there's this death grimace on the character's fun. My favorite, though, is when they physically get up to leave or they fall over or they're just like so done. And the character just like defaults to just a dead stare (laughs) while in the background you just hear like, ah! So so between May and mid-July in 2018, VTuber accounts increased from 2,000 to 4,000 with a collective subscriber count of 12.7 million. Two more standouts pop up around this time, Kaguya Luna and Amirai Akari. Uh, Their popularity spread outside of Japan at first in China, then South Korea, then Indonesia. We'll get back to China, by the way. was a little bit of an issue there. But And India, as well as some English-focused branches. And some of this popularity is attributed to the oversaturation of traditional streamers and folks looking for something new, while there's also a lot of talented would-be streamers, like I said, that can now essentially let their freak flags fly on stream behind these avatars. But this is where we get into Hollow Live, which I think is what really brings us, like, brings VTubers to the forefront because this is the first official. Is it the first official talent agency? Were there talent agencies before Hollow Live? I don't know if you guys would know this, but I'm not sure. But it, I, I would imagine that it's at least one of the first ones, that right? Actually, was a talent agency like an idol group? Like it was, yes. you know, we're gonna release in 
in classes and where it's going to have waves so that you can we can hit you in the best way possible. Totally. And again, check out our episode on Blackpink that we recently did. If you want to know, it's K-pop, not J-pop, but still gives you a really good uh, uh, idea of what that kind of an agency is like and the way that it pumps out talent. But um, going back to Hololive, it is a Japanese company called Covercorp or Cover Corp, rather, that uh, was formed uh, in December of 2019, or formed Hololive in 2019. The agency currently manages a total of 52 active VTuber talents. I feel like it's probably more by this point. It's it's growing so fast. That was just the number I saw on whatever research I was doing. But uh, Cover Cover Corp was established in mid-2016 by Motowaki Yagu Tanigo, an entrepreneur who has founded various startups. Yagu is is his beloved nickname. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. his nickname. Yagu is the nickname. He's founded various startups. He's always had a focus in video games, AR, and VR specifically. So, of course, this would be like a natural progression. In 2017... Cover Corp... Yeah, they... I mean, you're about to get into it. But yeah, they started more as an app developer, just kind of trying to... Not necessarily wanting to make for themselves the new Kizuna Eye. They just wanted to provide tools, uh, especially during a big VR, AR boom. Yeah. Uh, that could help, you know, just basically they wanted to sell the software to the next Kizuna Eye, not actually represent Yeah, they did first. a big tech demo showcasing that motion capture and the interactive two-way live streaming. But then they used that capture stuff and debuted Tokina Sora, their first VTuber. And at the end of 2017, they released Hololive, uh, which is a smartphone app that had... That was the app I mentioned before. that has users watching the company's VTuber live streams. And the next day, they held auditions for their second Hololive character named Roboco, who hit uh, YouTube in March of 2018. The next month, they put out a feature on their app that was what I was kind of mentioning earlier, that allowed a user's movements to map onto animated avatars in real time. And that is, they are so fucking smart, man. Because <laughs> that is what allowed them to just get free auditions from all of their user base. And they just pulled those people in to debut uh, Hololive Gamers, I believe. Is uh, is that their first generation? No, no, their first generation separate. Then they debut Hololive Gamers, separate group of VTubers that specialize in Let's Plays. And, uh, I mean, the growth at this point then just becomes astronomical. So then they break into China in early 2019, which is always, like, the first thing for a big Japanese company is, like, breaking into China usually ends up being the first step towards breaking into worldwide and getting over to the West. So they sign the uh, Chinese – they sign with the Chinese video platform Billy Billy to open up uh, 15 channels while collaborating with Chinese-speaking volunteers to translate Hololive videos while also releasing original content content on the – Chinese market. Billy Billy is like the Chinese YouTube. It focuses on animation, comics, and games. And uh, a full-on Chinese-speaking branch, first generation, was debuted starting in July of 2019. So just like, just understand how rapidly this is progressing. Like, it happens so quickly. <laughs> we went from we, we went from what they showcased the tech in t- at the end of 2017. No, no, they their first VTuber they they put out at the end of 2017. They've already broken into the Chinese market. In, be, in the beginning of 2019. I mean, it's just like insanely fast. And they've already released two generations of Hololive uh, talents as well. Um, and like creating their stable, essentially. And so, uh, yeah, then actually pretty early, earlier than I thought this was going to happen. We have not talked at all about male VTubers. So, so the, uh, oh, other than talking, talking about, about the your hollow v- stars, yeah, yeah, the hollow stars. There's so many less. <laughs> yeah. And so- also, let's, let's, I mean, it's just like, 
from the beginning, like you, I, it's so, it's so fucky, but like the girls are idols. The men are stars because like, (laughs) it's about like ownership versus like status. It's like, you don't want, you don't want like a male idol. That's weird. You want like a cool guy who knows his shit and is like welcoming and in control and confident. I want a shy boy. I'll take a shy boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah. So they put out their hollow stars. That's in, um, that's in May of 2019, I believe. Yeah. And then in December of 2019, Hollow Live, uh, INNK Music, which is their in-house music label, and Hollow Stars, they're all consolidated consolidated into a brand named Hollow Live Production. That's what we know. In January of 2020, that's how far up this goes, they held a big concert. I, I saw footage of this. It's amazing. They hold this big concert featuring all 22 pre-fourth generation Hollow Live members. It's called Hollow Live First Fest Nonstop Story. You can get uh, the Blu-ray of it. I don't know if like they have the actual full con- concert online on an, in any like natural way, but I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Uh, and that was at the uh, Toyosu Pit in Tokyo, which was sold out, and this huge pay-per-view event. It was like all these Hollow Live idols on one stage. The crowd goes crazy. Definitely and check the out the clips of it. The music <laughs> fucking slaps. It's like pretty fantastic. And it seems like this awesome, again, this feels like the second part of our Hatsune Miku episode in that moment when I was watching that video of like, this is where it's headed. It's so crazy how much it's evolved even just in the past few years. So at this point, like we... You know, it's huge in it's huge in Japan. It's huge with the netizens. It's huge uh, in yeah Indonesia and Billy Billy. But there's still a language gap, and like for most weebs, the like what you'll get is uh, Kizuna Eye Clips, uh, Sakura Miko with the pink hair, Uzora Subaru, who's like this tomboy, uh, Yuzuki Chako, who's like this hot dragon older nurse lady. There's like basically every single kind of anime character. That's all and of them. <laughs> that's the entire colors of the rainbow. Because everybody needs like has a specific. Again, it's the shotgun blast. Yeah. They're gonna hit someone if they nail like this the aesthetics. Actually, right. what's what's great about uh, Kiryu Koko that you mentioned is she um... no Chaco. I mentioned Chaco. Oh, Chaco. Chaco. Oh, mentioned, but I mentioned Kiryu Koko, and she's also a dragon person. Yes. Kiryu, we'll talk about Kiryu Koko because she is, I believe, the uh, the focal point, the, the the fucking the unchangeable time moment. If we're going with the Doctor Who thing, she is the crux oh, of yeah, a lot of yeah, what's yeah, happened. Yeah. But like, basically, if Kizuna Ai is cursing, or if Sakura Miko uh, accidentally does the Lamar Rose Franklin a little too accurately, <laughs> or if uh, Karone Inugami, who is this adorable dog woman, does an entire stream playing the original Super Mario in English and just starts saying stuff like, ooh, big boy, ooh, big boy, mushroom, mushroom. <laughs> like, that's because it just, it's still like lol Japan stuff because that language barrier is just kind of too, too much to handle. Yeah, and to, and to the people who you know, made clips and the edits credit. I think that also helped a lot in bringing it over here before people were just straight up speaking English is you'd have these clip channels and you could follow a bunch of them and they'd watch all the streams and they'd put together, you know, highlights and they'll put in their own editing with the words and everything and little jokes put out. So they're almost content creators in their. I mean, they are content creators in their own right. My favorite is uh, from the third generation, the hollow life fantasy collection uh, is Usada Pekora, who oh, is Pekora. this kind of rabbit girl, and all of the clip channels have created this like inside joke because she has the weirdest laugh 
that goes up and down and sideways. And like, <laughs> like if something happens, she'll just be like, <laughs> and all of the uh, clip channels have like created this visual language of up and down arrows as they, as they sub her clips. So like, you can see the exact rhythm of her bizarre laughter. Yep. Uh, but so like, it's still like a burgeoning underground, not under weeb thing. Yeah, I and mean, it still hasn't reached critical. Just mass. to give you an indication, like the Hololive released their first English language branch at the end of 2020, I believe. And um, yeah, Gargura is how do I spell say that? Gaur, Gar, Gar, like Gar, Gar, Gar. Gargura, not and Guar. Eng- that's, that's a that's a band. But. I would love to see Guar interact in a way, with Gargura. Isn't Gar the original VTubers <laughs> we performing found it. through characters? We found it. Professional wrestling. Appealing to perverts. It's it's there. And Guar in itself is just musical wrestling. Yeah. It all full circle. It all comes together. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. <laughs> we do have to do our uh, Guar episode soon. But either way, uh, yeah, Gar was is uh, an English talent and was the first to reach 1 million YouTube subscribers. And by January 2021, she became the uh, first to reach 2 million subscribers. By the way, we mentioned before, but she is a 9,000-plus-year-old shark who entered the human world out of boredom from her original home in the lost city of Atlantis and is mm-hmm. very bad at math but quite good at video games. So... Uh, it should also be noted that around this time, YouTube was uh, kind of feeling the squeeze from uh, Twitch and pumped massive amounts of uh, money and technology and promotional energy into its streaming platform where we get super chats and the algorithm was pushing this kind of content. So if you, say, followed an anime channel like uh, Mother's Basement or something or just like I don't know, you're just a 40-year-old man still making AMVs for the convention circuit. Uh, you Park. started getting <laughs> fed this VTuber content as well. And obviously, the amount of money that comes in from donations benefits YouTube. And so it, it's this weird kind of inflection point where like YouTube benefited from the VTuber boom and VTubers benefited and they both kind of like helped each other. And Twitch, it's kind of weird, right? It's a little, it's, it hasn't quite, like, there's some stuff happening on Twitch. I was about to talk about um, Project Melody, which I feel like would be a weird fit for Twitch in a certain way, because Project Melody, I, I titled this section Project Melody, aka the dirty stuff. Uh, Project Melody, <laughs> who started streaming on Twitch and Chatterbait at the uh, beginning of 2020 and is the first virtual adult performer. She is rendered in real time using the game engine Unity and claims to be an AI. Previously, I mentioned this 
service board previously used to scan emails for malware, but developed an obsession for human sexuality when a set of pop-up ads corrupted her in 2019. And she describes herself as the first 3D-rendered hentai cam girl. She exists on Twitch, but obviously it branches. Now she's also on YouTube, and she's also obviously on Chatterbait, where they donate for her sort of to give herself sexual pleasure and all that good fun and stuff. She's got, and she's got her own company now. And, and then she formed, oh, what's the name of it? I had Vishojo. it. Yes, Vishojo, with, an, uh, with, again, a stable of... Which is um, kind of funny. Uh, it goes to show where we, we came from... The, the 70s Japan virginal drug-free yes. uh, Japanese waifu to the dirty, disgusting American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this absolutely. is our take. Absolutely. We, start course, on, we started on Chatterbait. Of course we brought it, brought it to porn as fast as humanly Immediately. possible. Immediately. <laughs> So and and also on Twitch, she got a three day suspension in March of 2020. And uh, the next month, Twitch did update. I love this. They updated their policy on nudity and attire, including a clause about digital characters. And again, this is the sci fi reality we live in now, where we have to have clauses, uh, nudity clauses for for live digital characters on on a streaming site. But um, yeah, her her existence too. I wanted to talk about this a little bit because it's this really fascinating. Uh, debate now that's been sparked a, a lot of webcam models came out apparently and felt that she doesn't experience the level of vulnerability as the human models do on there and and felt like they were debating her having a place on a site like chatterbait which i thought was a fascinating discussion whereas in my head i was like oh this allows for you know um, uh, a, a, a certain type of sex worker that say you know is completely digital and therefore doesn't have to, you know, deal with mm-hmm. certain issues yeah. with that go, go along with that. But it's a fascinating debate. I mean, um, I, I could understand being a sex worker on Chatterbait and being fucking pissed, though. At when the all same of a time. sudden, this when this computer girl comes in and just rises to the top of my platform, she doesn't have to work out every day. She doesn't have to, you know what I mean? She exactly doesn't have to put makeup on before the stream and all that. Hold in, Brennan. Uh, are, is your air conditioning functioning? Absolutely. Do you have a nice icy drink near you? Excellent. Are you yeah. hydrated? I'm ready. Okay, because I have a hot take. All right, ooh, spicy. Ooh, ooh, it's a dry heat. It's a dry heat. <laughs> One of the things about VTubers that I find fascinating is that since. Digital time immemorial, being a woman on the internet has been a fucking shit show. Maybe it's just the way that, like, straight men are kind of, you know, possessive. Maybe it's just the way that, like, beauty standards have kind of uh, just been a shackle to people for centuries. Maybe it's just the, you know, just even on a sitcom, you can be a dumpy guy, but the wife on the sitcom has to be hot. And so we kind of lost out on entire generations of, like, female entertainers and female broadcasters. And so by having a VTuber avatar, you kind of cut out the middleman and you are allowed to just kind of exist on the internet without having as much a fear of stalkers, without having your looks get See, commented to me, on. To me, though, and we're going to get into but some also, controversies But also, oh, okay. the hot take continues. Okay. For men on the internet, it's also a bonus because the women are all idealized. Mm-hmm. You don't even have the issue of like, Oh, what's wrong with her hair? Like, even the shittiest shitlords can't, like, fucking position themselves. Oh, she has a mole on her cheek. Right. Would not bang. Right. Yeah. So, in a way, because, you know, when I'm, uh, you know, I'm I'm using uh, uh, Pascal shitlord, a hypothetical shitlord. <laughs> 
Pascal's Schrodinger's shit lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> we caught it with Pascal's. Shit I love lord. internet philosophy, by the way. <laughs> when they when they watch a female streamer on a bad day. They'll just start getting weird misogyny energy, just being like, she's fucking stuck up. She's like shitty. Or like, right. what the, f- like, why it's, you know, all these like just dark emotions come roiling to the surface because what they want, what all, you know, if you're an insecure, angry, malnourished, uh, underpaid, uh, rage induced, priv- whatever, all the, all the bad words, uh, dude, you want a woman to just be a cartoon character of a woman. Yeah. And so it's this weird thing where both sides kind of, finally get what they want from the transaction of uh, parasocial interaction. Which is probably awful for society. But Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, like having separate train cars, one for women and one for men on the subway. It, like, it solves the problem, but it actually doesn't in the law. You know what I mean? It solves the problem, but it doesn't like cure the problem. So, I, so bringing it back, I can understand... Female streamers and especially like uh, female uh, erotic streamers being like, no, you took a shortcut. You hacked them. Like, what are you like? That's not fair. That's not fair that you can do this. And I have to make sure that my door is deadbolted. That shortcut involves a team of people. But yes, go on. Well, it's yeah. it's it's a uh, it's a case <laughs> For the of, most part, you I mean. know, it's uh, you're, you're these on these platforms are selling a commodity. And if a commodity is preferred. Then, if you're selling a commodity that's lesser, then you have to adapt to make it, you know, something that people will also pay for. So it's yeah, agreed. Also, I would say too, I think there's a certain type of dude who really wants to like get it, you know, get all horny over an animated like anime lady. You know what I mean? And I think also I saw some quote from this one like redditor on like the uh, big VTuber subreddit or whatever who was talking about how. There's certain men out there that have been disenfranchised, blah, 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 and sell this and sell that. And they actually want to exist in a escape to a digital world. Like it's like fully, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not just about free tips. Well, that's where it's we're about, going. Yeah, where yeah. We're going. It's like the wanting to fully escape into into a into a completely digital world and and live there and like live through these people. So I think it's not a coincidence that um the biggest YouTubers the biggest VTubers right now are people like Gargura and uh, Kiryu Koko who like have a little bit of like internet shit poster DNA yeah. in them so that they know like they understand how horny and degenerate people can get. Yeah. And like I think they especially are incredibly talented and incredibly great at their jobs. But like it's also like, you know, making an inappropriate comment towards a Hooters waitress and like. You know, if they want to keep their job, all they can do is just be like, oh, you guys. Right. right yeah. Right. They kind of they kind of connect in that way, though. I will say this is actually a good segue into the last pretty much the last bit of stuff I had here, which was the, some of the controversies because you can't escape it. I mean, so let's talk about Mano Aloe, uh, who faced controversy mm. after accidentally leaking her live 2D model in a test stream, which led to phone calls to her home, harassment of a man folks believed to be her real life boyfriend. She released an apology stream, by the way, to this instead of like a fuck you stream for harassing me. She eventually had to 
quote, graduate, which is what they call forcing into retirement. Which is all very idol culture, by the yes. way. This is all exactly what happens when an idol, when they find out an idol has a boyfriend. Is they have dating. to apologize and then they graduate them. And yeah. Yeah. And, and Hollow Live put out an official statement saying that she is, quote, not physically or mentally prepared to continue with her activities. So again, it's like you can't, it's like we want to say this avoids this type of behavior, but it doesn't because at this end of the day, they can still, the, the harassment still can happen. And September- There's that extra hurdle. Yes. Because there are there are these weird like there's these weird rabbit holes on YouTube that you can go down where there are people who are just like such and such is Gargora or like like the people who are really really digging. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's only one guy as opposed to five guys. <laughs> so it's it's a, it's an extra hurdle for that, I think. I stumbled across a lot of this stuff, um especially the Uh, I'm obviously I'm respecting privacy and that's like part of the good. It's one of the great things about the overall VTuber community is how much uh, the fans generally are very respectful of their uh, true identities. But like uh, the how live English people had like robust internet careers Mm -hmm. or not careers, but significant output and like their, you know, uh, some were like genuine meme hits and had like years of content creation behind them and they had to scrub it all clean. But it's like interesting that like they would not have been able to exist if it wasn't for the fact that like convention culture, subreddit culture, uh, Chan right. culture, it's the beast all that kind creates of, and destroys. Yeah. Yeah. hundred uh, percent. These like these women are extremely talented and hollow Live gave them an opportunity to like, kind of be themselves without being themselves and like profit off of that. Right. It's it's almost like, yeah, we, we, we signed you because you're talented. We are going to give you the platform to be talented. And then I I have no idea how like a, like a major VTubing companies, you know, contracts work, but as I understand it, I'm sure there's like a baseline salary and then they get a percentage of what they make um, Mm -hmm. from tips and all the kind of auxiliary stuff. So there's that incentive to go above and beyond and the ones that do really well will make bank. Like you have the, you have the platform, you have the tools now do something with it or, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, we'll throw you away. And, but so they, but the key is they throw them away and not just replace them with another voice actor. And that is actually because of something we've alluded to before in this episode, which was the OG Kazuna, I herself as um, Activate, uh, uh, she she also involved was involved in the controversy because Activate tried to bring in more voice actresses to play the character in order to get more content out, which came back to bite them in the ass. This upset the fans. The idea was there was a glitch in her software, uh-huh. so now there was crazy Kizuna and gamer Kizuna, and like, oh, isn't that funny? But it's they're all still Kizuna, Th- mind this you. This had the opposite effect. They ended up having to out the voice actress uh, who is Nozomi Kasuga, she had to reveal herself. This is the first time this happened in the VTuber industry. And it also set a precedent. So, as we mentioned before, Hollow Live has to graduate or retire characters when their voice actor leaves or gets mired in a controversy instead of just continuing the character with a new voice because people can tell. Uh, but either way, all this, all this said, 
again, we say it avoids a lot of the traditional issues with idol culture and streamer culture, but in September of 2020, the management company uh, Activate, or Hololive rather, um, uh, created uh, an aggressive acts and slander countermeasure team. Uh, to give counseling to victims of harassment and take legal measures against perpetrators of harassment, specifically regarding the Japanese entertainment industry. So it's kind of funny how you can't avoid the controversy, you can't avoid the the, the shitty fan backlash, but also you can't avoid taking the humanity out completely. Like, you have to have that talented voice. You have to have, uh, you, as synthetic as it gets, you have to have real people behind it. You have to have You have part to have of- that meat core. Exactly. Um, so are we going to get into the... Uh- Billy Billy China controversy. Yeah, that's a weird one. I only have a little, just that a couple of YouTubers on the Chinese uh, uh, branch of Hololive mentioned Taiwan as well as YouTube analytics, and I don't know enough about global relations. So I didn't know that that would be a bad thing. So I would be very bad at being a a Chinese VTuber is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Well, they weren't Chinese. Yeah, they weren't Chinese VTubers. Okay. So not only is it, was it... um, just it was two of their kind of biggest names, which was uh, one is Akai Hato, uh, known more popularly as Hachama, who is this like has this amazing uh, kind of evolution of her character where uh, she was kind of supposed to be this like princessy Cinderella, like Western beauty. But like as she's kept streaming, her like weird sense of humor kept like coming to the surface and now she's like the queen of like upsettingly dark and twisted uh streams and like just very weird memes she's kind of like an agent of chaos now <laughs> which is fun about the evolution of these characters yeah yeah because you know the hollow live creates the character and like pitches the you know design and builds the lore but then the person actually stuck behind the microphone for hours on hours her their true personality kind of reveals itself mm-hmm. Um, and Kiryu Koko, who let's agree, fan favorite. Lover. Nobody, nobody dares speak ill of our big titty dragon, uh, Yakuza bilingual, possibly raised in America. Southern, we don't know. Southern accent. Having. <laughs> yeah. Uh, once, uh, Hach- Hachima was, uh, dinged for, while just going over her YouTube stats and pointing out which countries donated the most, uh, she just was like, oh, Taiwan gave a lot. Huge, giant political shitstorm, because if you are watching in China, uh, Taiwan is the rightful China. It's not its own country. How dare you, uh, Western chauvinists, try to... I didn't even know know, this. Yeah. Can't can't even say it. Uh, Whereas then, shortly thereafter, many say in a selfless act to, like, deflect the heat off of her, uh, Kiryu Koko did a similar segment and made the exact same... uh, made the exact same declaration. Hmm. Some would argue upon analyzing the clip even more defiantly, mm. uh, specifically to try and like, again, support her fellow VTuber. And Coco, interesting, interestingly enough, is I believe 2020's highest earner for the company. Mm-hmm. So it was a big deal when they suspended them. And uh, obviously the Chinese uh, VTubers from Hololive were retired and the entire branch was dissolved because uh, Chinese internet users reacted so uh, upsettingly to that controversy. Mm. But uh, Kiryu Koko, honest to God, she was really the first crossover, I think, that kind of, like you said, she earns the most. She is, she has this incredibly sexy design. 
She will curse on stream. She has a regular segment called like Reddit shit post corner where she like goes on the subreddits, finds memes and like shows them to other VTubers. She collaborates often. If you go down the highlight clip rabbit hole, she will show up repeatedly because she is just a genuinely talented, like almost as an improviser, kind of yes anding with the other uh, streamers. And like I said, big titty dragon lady. So I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, uh, yeah, I think just to wrap it up, just talk about some some of the VTubers we like. We already mentioned so many different ones. Kiryu Koko. I like Aruha Rushia, the green-haired necromancer. She's soft-spoken, sometimes lashes out. Again, you were talking about like being in front of the camera for hours on end. Like She's very soft-spoken, but when she gets pissed off at games, now she'll slam her fist at her desk and like scream curses and stuff and then, and then get all quiet again. And I think that's a lot of just the personality of the VTuber were coming out um or of the person behind the vtuber uh the kazuha is the top male vtuber and he is a vampire who lives with his pet pig and then there's jibo and uh jibo is a seven foot 14 merman born in february 5th uh on february 5th so the birthday's coming up and uh you can find him on his youtube channel jibo vt and uh, of course that is uh uh, what Brendan's been working on. Do you want to uh, maybe a talk about some VTubers you enjoy if I haven't that haven't been mentioned already? If they haven't, and uh, a little bit more about Jibo as we wrap this up. Yeah, sure. Um, as you already mentioned, I love Coco. She's one of the ones that initially got me into it. Uh, Gora also uh, was uh, famously the one who sold me on the concept because I heard her singing uh, "Right on Time" on Twitter, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, I'm in." <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, lo- I love all the uh, Hololive EN girls. I love um, more on the v- Vishojo side, um, Iron Mouse, Zentrea, uh, uh, Miko. Uh, I could go on and on. But uh, as for me, um, you know, I'm just getting started. So <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of excited to kind of see where it goes. I'm glad to be back in the streaming game, back in the uh, live and interactive business. Can we get a preview of the now mandatory karaoke streams that are going to be coming our way? Oh, no, well, I, not for it's for two hundred dollars. That's the that's the price <laughs> of a karaoke stream. <laughs> so when I when I did that stream, I was like, yeah, I'll set two hundred dollars. I figure I'm moving to my dead YouTube channel that I've had since high school. Uh-huh. Uh, I I probably will have zero viewers, and uh, if I make two hundred dollars, that would be great. So I was I was going to say before I even got to it. I was going to say that, hey, if we get to $200, I'll do a karaoke stream. I'm not a good singer. It'll be very embarrassing That's for so me. Funny. Before I even announced that, I, we made $200. I saw the, yeah, I saw, because I was watching, I saw your <laughs> donations were flying in, like, right when you started. So it had a nice, nice, healthy little uh, viewership for sure, man. So I think that's going to grow and be fantastic. And I'm very, again, that's Jibo VT. Um, a, a point of curiosity for me, and you don't necessarily, again, you can pull the curtain back as much as you want to. How much, like, have you written down, a, like, a bunch of, like, in, in the acting biz, we call it, like, given circumstances, like, backstory. Are you kind of leaving it open? Are you trying to kind of find it as you go? How, how much work went into the character creation for you? Well, it's, it's like we talked about with a lot of these other characters is they're, you know, they get the basic concept. And it's like, this is, this is your starting point. This is your, you know, home base. You can always go back to this. And for me specifically, I'm trying not to be myself. I'm trying not to be Brennan. So whenever, you know, I can go back and talk about Ocean High School or whatever. Yeah. It, it makes it, it's, it's an easy place to go back to. Yeah. And, um, you know, even just over the course of uh, 
advertising for this stream over the over the past couple of months it's just the lore kind of finds you <laughs> so um like my favorite one is you know the jibo's eight feet tall 10 feet tall 20 feet tall because <laughs> everybody was making yeah eternally expanding is what we settled on after uh last night but uh i thought that was hilarious because everybody was like oh you're so tall in real life <laughs> why is your vtuber so short <laughs> and i was like what do you mean he's short he's like seven foot yeah. 14 inches <laughs> <laughs> and then that's kind of just that's become a thing and now that's part of the lore and i right. can't i i'm, I'm super you kind of need the fans to, to bring yeah you totally so true you need the fans to bring bring that lore to you in a certain on a certain level too right yeah, yeah. you let them contribute you take yeah. it you take what you like you you make that better you add that to the stream and that's that's what i love about the medium so much awesome. i love that's what i love about streaming um, all right, Jake, do you have anything else for this? Or you, I think, uh... uh, I just wanted to shout out some very kind people in our, uh, patron community, especially on our discord who helped me immensely get a hold of this situation. Uh, every week we do a Sunday study stream for our, uh, discord tier patrons where we talk about upcoming episodes, dive into research, watch movies, play games together. And it's just immensely helpful, uh, especially for subjects like this, where maybe, uh, we need to reach out a little. So uh, shout out to Naoki. Uh, you can find him on Twitch. This is the Oni way. He is a uh, chill uh, purple and pink Oni who uh, streams behind his own VTuber personality. And shout out to Crully, who helped me differentiate oh, yeah, between Nichi Sanji and Hololive. <laughs> I, this episode would not be able to exist without your guys' help. And I am eternally grateful for that. Uh, Stan Amelia Watson at all costs. <laughs> um, uh, protect her the precious detective girl and um it's a terrifying future and i am in on the second floor it's the cutest terrifying future ever possible uh also <laughs> again that's jibo tv j-i-b-o-v-t rather jibo v-t uh and uh brennan anything else you want to pump uh any uh, promote at all no, you plugged me pretty good. You can follow me on pretty much everything at Great Black Otaku. That's where Jibo comes from. Hell yeah. Uh, and for us, GBO. Jibo, I get it. I get it. <laughs> also, uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say uh, patreon.com forward slash whizbrew. Check us out. $5 a month. You get a bonus content every single week. And uh, check me out on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Monday, Tuesday, Friday night, sort of. I just moved to LA, so only Friday nights for the next two weeks. But I'll be back. Uh, with the full schedule soon. Jake? Follow me on Twitter at BestJakeYoung to see all of my thoughts and plops and a lot of pictures of my beautiful backyard birds. I feed them dried mealworms and they eat it all up. And always remember, never stop bruising. And always be whizzing. Always be whizzing. I thought it was keep on, but either way, have a good one. And keep on whizzing. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another round of Patreon shoutouts featuring Tis I, Holden McNeely. Sorry, I guess I'm just trying to bring a little roundtable into this situation. Either way, first off, we have Turntable Barbecue. Turntable Barbecue uh, just wanted uh, to plug his Spotify playlist that he made 
It's actually named after his food truck and has a sampling of music that he likes. He says, hi, fellow listeners. Check out my playlist coming out of Littleton, Colorado. Send help. Uh, been whizzing for months. Oh, my God. Also, check out his food truck, Turntable Barbecue, if you're out there in Colorado. It's a great Spotify playlist, literally called, again, Turntable BBQ. Check it out. Uh, I am now following it myself. And uh, uh, it has some great artists on there. I see Parliament. I see Pearl Jam. I see a little bit of Queens of the Stone Age. Alice in Chains. Fantastic stuff. Check it out. Again, that's Turntable BBQ. Next, we have a shout-out for Nick. Thank you so much, Nick, who says, Hey, nerds, huge thanks for making my daily hour-and-a-half drive tolerable. Found Jake on a Drawfee episode and thought you were pretty hilarious. Always enjoyed the episode you were featured in, and I found out about your podcast from there. Started from the very beginning Sonic episode, and I've been working my way from there. Just listened to the Dark Souls episode today. Jake's eloquent prose and Holden's inability to take a breath before the seventh sentence have both delighted and infuriated me through multiple episodes. Jake, my favorite uh, LOZ game is uh, Legend of Zelda game is Twilight Princess, and I will fight you on that hill. No need for a shout out on any episode. Just saying thanks for the laugh so far. Well, whatever, you get one. So, whatever. Thank you so much, Nick. Appreciate you. Um, Justin Gray says, Thanks, guys. I just want to give a shout out to my son, Jace. He has several brain tumors, and last week we got the news that they've shrunk down to almost nothing. You guys are what we listen to on our four-hour round trip we take once a week for his chemo. Thanks for being the best podcast, and thank you so much, uh, Justin. That is incredibly touching to hear, and I hope things are doing well for you. Uh, Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, Next up, we've got for Joe. Uh, You guys helped me enjoy being a nerd and the culture I have been afraid to embrace for so long. Thank you for making me feel comfortable. This shout-out is to you guys. Never stop because you change people's lives more than you know. Jeez, Louise, I'm starting to get a little emotional over here. And I also just wanted to give a a shout-out to Genji, who's been supporting us on on the top tier for quite some time. Again, Genji, just thank you so much. I just wanted to give you an extra shout out. Uh, so that's it. Uh, again, Turntable Barbecue uh, or Turntable BBQ is the name of the uh, Spotify playlist. And thanks again, everybody, for your support. And we will come back soon. Uh, of course, consider donating on the uh, or supporting rather on the $25 tier for Patreon. We will give you your own Patreon shout out. Take care, y'all. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.